You're listening to Frankie Boy Radio. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Letting America take a deep breath. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 243 of Frankie Boy Radio. Tonight, we got some good news and we got some bad news. I'm your host, Josh Urban. Thanks for tuning in. What a day, folks. What a day. The bad news is, is I buried a friend today. I was talking about this yesterday. And uh, yeah, my buddy Coach passed away. He was, he was 91. He was in declining health. And it still hit me like a 2 by 4 Hit a lot of people like a 2 by 4 So as you've been hearing on the show, I've been asking why. Because I think that's a really important question for me to look at. Obviously, when somebody dies, we miss them. But the thing that's been intriguing me is I didn't know this guy very long. I don't know for seven months, I think. And he certainly left an impression on me. And I'm curious about that because I think that's a that's a good way to live is to leave a good legacy like that. So I want to learn how to do that. And I'm not the only person. I was at his funeral today. And, uh, well, first off, if his family's listening, talk about a gracious group of people. Made me feel right at home. And uh, I was just so honored to, to be there. And I ran into three other guys who knew him a long time ago in the 1960s when they were high school students and football players on his football team. And they come back to pay their respects. And they all, one of the guys said, man, that was some of the best years of my life. And they were all really impressed with this, their old coach. So it was very intriguing. And funerals, usually depress me for a variety of reasons. Well, one, there's the obvious, you know, somebody's died. But then it opens up the bigger philosophical question of the ultimate limitation of death itself. And then mixed in there, you have, you have, um, anarchy is not the word I'm looking for, but as a younger man, when I would go into, uh, a church or you know wherever this religious ritual is being held, you would have the preacher talking about the promise of the afterlife. And a lot of times the preacher's obviously done this before, so there would be varying degrees of connection. So this was a rather discouraging thing. And and then there's been a couple of the funerals that I've gone to previously have been either I've known the person well enough where, well, I guess, I guess I would say that the funerals were more on the tragic side. So you, you're there. Maybe somebody's been cut down too soon. Maybe somebody hasn't lived fully for whatever reason. And... It was just about as bummer as you can get. It's such a bummer that I would have to to run towards 
whatever made me forget it. Lose myself in, in the daily activities. Try not to think about it. that gaping pit. Now, I'm agnostic, so I don't know what happens in the afterlife. I hope it's a fruit garden, like the Jehovah's Witness say. You know, that, hey, that sounds good to me. It's hard for me to have faith in any particular thing, though, until today. So here's the good news. I feel like I buried not only a friend, but a good bit or all of my nihilism. Nihilism, a belief in nothing, but what's the point? What does it matter? I was getting in line with the funeral procession, and I was in my car, and it was a beautiful sunny day out, queuing up, thinking, what the heck am I doing here? I want to explain that because that sounds mean and I don't mean it like that at all. So I want to cut to a little bit earlier today. I was picking up trash in, in the bucket along the side of the road, just walking along, beautiful fall morning, getting ready for the funeral. And I just felt overwhelmed with everything. You know, the, the world seems so broken sometimes and then we die. And there I am picking up trash that people throw out, unseen people... And litter to me seems unhappy. The empty beer bottles seem like they must have been very unsatisfactory. It's different than a time well spent with friends. It just seems like cold and hollow, numbing addiction. Hey, I was depressed. Maybe it was time with friends. I don't know. And then I felt encouraged to aim higher and look up and look at the beauty and make good choices and I went off to this, and here I am. No place I'd rather be to honor somebody who's lived their life right. And lived their life right in such a way that his family isn't the only person, only people who see it. His former, it extends out, high school kids who graduated in 1968 are coming back to pay their respects. During a pandemic, some random DJ from a nursing home, that would be me, is there to pay his respects. So it looks to me like you can live your life, if you try, in a way that justifies how cruddy it can be sometimes. And this is such, a, such an amazing thought for me. And this guy had every reason not to be cool. He fought in the trenches in Korea. That's enough reason right there. Just being alive and knowing you're going to die is a, enough of a reason. Just being sick at, um, and in and, and declining health, that's enough reason. But he made the other choice. So that was the first thing to show me that you can do something that matters that justifies it the price of existence and then the other thing was is that if I hadn't paid attention to him 
I wouldn't know. I wouldn't have had the opportunity to learn the lesson. My job can be the most meaningful thing that I can do, or just pushing buttons. So it was nice to see that since I took it, and and this whole lockdown time has been really hard and there's been some days where I just would rather not to you know put it mildly um, but the decision to be consistent to see how that paid off so there was sitting in my car just sitting there and I was just you know, overcome with this this idea that that you can live your life in a way that justifies it. And everybody has to leave, as lousy as that can be. But what will we leave behind? And how does that go out and affect other people? So I really feel like I buried a friend and the idea that, well, it doesn't matter. I'll miss the first one, but not the second one. Because it does matter. And that's neat to see that. Now, you don't have to think this. As a matter of fact, this seems like it's got to be something that everybody figures out for themselves. So, I hope you do. Now, let's take some deep breaths. Go ahead and let those eyes drift gently closed. Breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. And let us begin. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, four. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Last one. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two, three, and four. Wiggle those toes. Open those eyes. More on the subject of when I say it matters. And I say, well, Joshua, how do you know that? Well, I was shown today Here's another thing. Let's just say I wasn't. But I was, but let's just say I wasn't. Well, <laughs> I like the idea. Again, this is another Peterson idea. It's like, well, act it out. See what happens. If I like this way better, a lot better, it seems to work. 
when I got home, it was a little bit late in the day, and I saw that I had the telescope was still not unpacked from the last excursion. So I loaded everything back up in the car and put on a nice flannel shirt and my boots and headed down into the wilds. I wanted to go look into the deep of the cosmos. So after looking at a galaxy that was 100 million light years away, that's 100 million times 6 trillion, whatever that number is, and sprinklings of stars across the heavens in the Milky Way glimmering down at me, the mist started rolling off the creek and rise from the fields. And I sat there and just looked at everything and then drove home. What a world. We'll see you tomorrow. Good night.